What the bleep is this? And now it's time for FinCast. Boom shakalaka. Wide receiver and fan favorite Brian Finneran is talking Dirty Bird football. Powered by Scana Energy, the official natural gas partner of the Atlanta Falcons. Looking for Finneran who leaps into the air, a touchdown. FinCast starts now. All right, Falcons fans, another week, another win, and your Atlanta Falcons are tied for the lead of the division. Alongside the great B-Fin 86, I'm Tyler Nelson, Brian Finneran. You are tuned into FinCast, brought to you by Scanna Energy. Finn, another Falcons dub. Really fun to watch. I mean, team plays hard. They're smart. Arthur Smith has coached them up nicely. I think only four penalties, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe even less than that. But that's... Yeah, it was very few, and I don't think we got one until the second half. Yeah, don't. If you don't kill yourself in football games, you get a chance to win. You take care of business against the Browns, 23-20 to with 13 points in the fourth quarter. Unbelievable sack and rush by Grady Jarrett mm-hmm. on a second and 15 that sets up a third and 23. A beautiful interception. That's right. And then where um, Jacoby Brissett comes in, tries to throw a deep pass on third and 23, kind of a Hail Mary type situation, but mm-hmm. not really. And D. Alford, who's been a nice little piece, number 37 for the, for the Falcons, defensive back, Makes a nice pick and seals the game. And to watch Grady run off the field and chest bump Arthur Smith and Arthur Smith like <laughs> pumping his arms and headset falling yeah. off his head. The emotion and the excitement. And to do it at home, finally, yeah. Yeah. to get that win. Best start for the Falcons since 2017 at 2-2. Two and two. You're pretty much a quarter through the season. You, want, you don't want to be any worse than 2-2. Two and two. There's only a handful of teams that are, uh, and you're not one of them now. And now you got a chance to go down to Tampa Bay and play for first place in the NFC South, which Gosh. sounds a little bit ridiculous. Well, um, I, before we move on to talking yeah. about what we have this week against Tampa Bay, I do want to some overall, I think, some new revelations that I've had, and I want to know what your opinion is on this. One of which is that I, Marcus Mariota, hates the football. Um, <laughs> it is but, amazing. But no, really. So one one of the things that I noticed is how much Caleb Huntley got the ball. One, two, three, four, five times in a row. Mm-hmm. Might have even been six. And just took the team down the field. Now, whether that's Caleb Huntley is, is Hercules or whether they just didn't want Marcus Mariota to throw the ball, what is uh, your takeaway with how much we're running? And I know A little bit of both. Marcus Mariota threw a, another pick. Mm-hmm. Um, he was 7 of 19 with an interception and 139 yards. You don't win very many football games when that stat line for your quarterback looks that bad. Right. But when you rush the ball for 202 yards – you average 5.8 yards per carry. And the guys you talked about, Tyler Algiera and K- Caleb Huntley, mm-hmm. when they do what they did, they both touched the ball 10 times in the running game. One averaged 8.4 yards per carry. The other one's 5.6. Those guys like running the football. I saw in training camp when I was out there at Flowery Branch watching these guys play. There's a violence. There's a speed. There's a youthfulness to these two running backs that I like to see. And I think you'll start to see it, especially with Cordero Patterson yeah. on IR now for four weeks minimum. He had a little knee procedure. He was hurt going into this game and probably made it worse, but that's what meathead football players do, guys that sure. love playing. And I use that term uh, endearingly yes, when I say meathead about <laughs> Patterson. Hard he nose. Loves, <laughs> loves playing, hard yeah. nose, doesn't want to miss any time. You tend to hurt yourself more than you already were. So. I, I can't think of a, to- of, a, a Falcons player that we had in recent memory since maybe Roddy White that I think I plays truly that way. Yes, plays that way, and you just can see how much they love playing the game. 
on the field. But, yeah, I'm going to miss Cordero Patterson for sure. But I, I thought it was an interesting that, well, one, it was effective. Right, so there's there's the one argument. We mm-hmm. effectively got the team down the field and in the end zone. He ran the, the ball. That's what I meant to say. After the interception, Arthur Smith is like enough is enough. Fourteen straight runs right. from the Falcons, and that's and that's was was it just we were effective at it, or is it don't trust Marcus Mariota or both? And, I think and it's I guess, a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah in that so game, too. that tight of a game, in that situation, you got to go with what's what's working. And the offensive linemen loved it. They're able to feast on guys on the defensive line mm-hmm. for the Browns, and the Browns are missing, I think, three guys from yeah. their D line. But I, I, I don't give a play. Rip. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't care. You put guys on the field, you got to try to win games, and we did. So, to be two and two at this point in the season is awesome. A lot of teams had, I think it was USA Today. One of their writers had a preseason record at two and fifteen. So <laughs> from here on out, we got to go zero and fifteen, zero and thirteen. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, to make that one come true, and that's not going to happen when you got teams like Carolina uh-huh. and uh, New Orleans again, who I think we can we can take care of, and Chicago. So there's enough wins out there. Plus, I put a hundred bucks on the Falcons over four and a half, and uh, I believe that one will come in as well. All right. Uh, before we get ahead of ourselves in the betting one, I had one, like mm-hmm. I said, one last revelation I would ask you about. I thought about this over the weekend. I felt really proud of myself because then you and Joe started mm-hmm. talking about it on the locker room this this week on uh, 6:80 the Fan Monday to Friday, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. But it's the consistent dedication when Marcus Mariota is passing the ball or not to the run pass option and not dropping back and this is what y'all started talking about and I that when I realized what it was it was when I was like that's why I where what has been mentally sticking in my craw about him is like there's no just straight drop drop back right and and of course the positive about Mariota is his athleticism some of the things he can do like I fumble the ball pick it up run it throw it away and he had a great play like that again in the beginning Mm -hmm. of the game but why is it again just a lack of ability? Because some it's, of these wounded duck footballs he's throwing. I mean, it's it's um, confidence in your quarterback. Is your quarterback having confidence in his in, in his own play? And you just don't see that yet with Marcus. No. He's fumbled a bunch. He, and and he's good on the run, like you said. He's a good athlete. And instead of calling a run pass option, it's it's play action pass, sure. which is what they do with that offense. They run the football as many times as they do, thirty times a game, and then that leads to the pass game because the defense and the linebackers. Suck mm-hmm. up to the line of scrimmage. You can hit. You should be able to hit Kyle Pitts three or four or five or ten mm-hmm. times over the middle if you do it right. But they haven't been doing that right. He had another one catch game for twenty five yards or something, and that's becoming a problem for me. But it's play action pass. Of the nineteen pass plays that we threw, Joe Hamilton charted it and said sixteen of those were play action. Jesus. That means you're just not dropping back, trusting your protection, and trusting your quarterback to read through his progression, let your receivers get open, whether that's a slant in a in an arrow route or a stick and a stick, or an out and out, or a curl and an out, or whatever it is. You're not letting the combination routes develop. You're just going all play-action pass, which is, is interesting. It's not going to work forever because teams are going to start it, seeing it. Exactly. And so, But you hit on something that I was thinking about or I guess realized this weekend when I was watching it too is that when you are in the play-action pass, you're, only gonna, you're not going to be able to go through your progressions. You're, you're not, like what we saw for years and years with Matt Ryan is he sit and drop back, and you go through four or five of them right. before he passes the ball. And I'm not asking Marcus to be Matt Ryan, but you're not, if you're only going to go through two options, and a, and a lot of times you know. in the play action, not everybody gets out on the route. The tight end can stay in and block. The running backs can stay in and block. A lot of times it's max protection, and a lot of times you're rolling to one side of the field or the other, so you're actually cutting off half the field as well. Right. So you're li- you're limited on what you can do if, unless guys come across the field and run over routes. So which when we're talking earlier in, in FinCast this season about not. See, seeing enough action from Kyle Pitts or even Drake London to a certain extent in his last game, that's a big factor for it. 
Well, we were, threw the ball 19 times. He saw four targets, had one catch, Kyle Pitts. Yeah. I think Drake London had seven. So of your two studs, they saw 11 of the 19 targets. I'm fine with that. You just need more production from Mariota and from those two players, Drake London and Kyle Pitts in the passing game. All right, well, uh, before we get into next week, let's go ahead and do some thin cash. All right, Finn, what are your games this week? Let's make you some money. Uh, the great Gordini is going to get the week off. We had a fun little deal the last couple couple weeks. We'll get him back in the next couple weeks as well. I think the Packers at home are starting to feel it a little bit. The defense has been really good, only yep. giving up 17 points a game. The offense is only getting 19. So I feel like the receivers are coming around for Aaron Rodgers. They're favored by eight points at home against the Giants, who have been a really good football team so far. But I think it finally catches up with them on the road. The Packers are at home. Eight-point favorites. I'll take the Packers minus eight in my first game. I'm gonna leave the um, I'm gonna leave the Falcons alone this week. It's a big number. It's eight and a half on the mm. road in Tampa Bay. They played good enough to feel like they could cover a touchdown and change. Yeah. I just don't know if they're gonna be able to do it. Um, the Seahawks are at the Saints. The Seahawks put up 48 points last week. The Saints are one and three. Seahawks are two and two. I don't know if they're gonna be able to make it happen either. I took the Green Bay Packers minus eight, kind of a big number against the Giants, but I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with it, and then I'll take the Tennessee Titans on the road with the Washington Commanders. Mm-hmm. Tennessee's two and a half point favorite. I like the fact that you can win by field goal and still take that one. Titans got rolling last week at Derrick Henry. He looked good, got in the end zone a couple times. Jared Goff's playing some decent football. The Commanders will turn it over for you. So the Tennessee Titans minus two and a half for me, and the Green Bay Packers minus eight. Against the Giants, you got some for us, home skill. Yeah, no, I was just saying as we're scrolling through that and, and looking through the, all the games this weekend. I really like that Patriots Lions game. Lions at the Patriots. I do not like the Lions for pretty much anything this year. So if it's only a three point spread, I, I like the Patriots in the cover too. All right, I hope it works out for you. Mac Jones is out, by the way. I believe we'll see if they can get it. Going I, I, I think that you could put a stick figure back there, and uh, <laughs> Bill Belichick's going to find a, a way to beat the Lions at home by. How dare you. By, <laughs> How dare you. Hey, I don't love saying that. By it's the way, the Lions are putting up thirty. Points a game, but they're giving up 35.8 points a game. Yeah, and away. Yeah, we'll see what happens in a few days. Mm-hmm. Okay, getting away from uh, me losing money, let's talk about this matchup in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we are going to that ugly ass pirate ship down in Tampa Bay versus Tom Brady and the not too far removed uh, Super Bowl champs. What do you got for me? So, Tampa Bay's 2 and 2. They're actually 0 and 2 at home so far this season. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Tom Brady got beat up last week, uh, mm-hmm. got a strip sack, hurt his shoulder. He said he's going to get some B- TB12 gear on it and get some uh, get some treatment <laughs> from his own product. Of course, he never misses a chance to pump himself up and sell his own not. gear. Why wouldn't he? It scares me. The defense is, is usually really good, although Kansas City went in there and they could not – Tampa Bay's defense could not stop him. Kansas City went up and down the field time and time again and put up 41 points and probably could have had more – uh, a couple of things didn't happen for him. So Kansas City put it on him. I don't think the Falcons can do that. Patrick Mahomes is not. I was about to Marcus say, Mariota Marcus Mariota is not, is not, not Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. <laughs> so, but maybe you can run the ball a little bit. I think for the for the Falcons to keep this close, Mariota is going to have to have his pa- best passing game of the season. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Pitts has to be involved. I'm talking 10 targets, 8 catches, 100 yards, and a touchdown. you got to get in the end zone. I think he has one touchdown on his career, if I'm not mistaken. He doesn't have one this year, and he only had one yep. last year, so yeah. That makes sense. And then Drake London, again, has to be involved as well. So tough matchup on the road, in division. Seems like a big number. If I had, if you put a gun to my head and I had to bet it, I'd take the Falcons plus eight. 
but I'm going to stay away from this one this week. And I think uh, with Cordell Patterson out, you're not quite sure what's going to happen in the backfield. And you that was, was going to be it, my next question. Right? Is, is yeah, yeah, and I mean, I, I can't imagine we're going to that Caleb Huntley is going to have a <laughs> game like that again. But maybe, right? Yeah. Hopefully. So is that is that our backfield, Caleb Huntley and Tyler Algiers? Hundred percent. Okay. And then he mixed in. Um, oh, Avery Williams. Avery Williams. There was at least one run from Avery Williams, yeah. And a nice one at that, too. So those three guys will be the guys back there, but you're exactly right. The two you mentioned in Huntley and Algier, those will be the guys that will be the bell cows. Is Tampa Bay's running defense something we should be concerned we won't have a successful running game, or how are we? what are we looking at with that? I mean, that's a team that's flown around a lot throughout the course of those guys being there. They've only given up 17 points a game, which is good. And then... Actually, running the football last week was terrible for them. They ran the ball six times, couldn't get out of their own way. So if you want to talk defensively for this football team so far this year, they've done a nice job limiting what teams can do against them, giving up 215 yards passing and 106 yards rushing. So they're not like they're unbeatable. Um, That's fairly stout. Yeah, but you can get after them a little bit. The leading rushing defense in the league right now, is the Kansas City Chiefs giving up 65 yards a game and the 49ers at 73. So you're talking about, you know, more yards than that. They're right in the middle of the pack as far as defense is concerned. So To the other side of the ball for them, Tom Brady, of course, still under center. Um, maybe, maybe not going through marital woes. <laughs> Hopefully that's affecting him like his shoulder. But uh, no more Gronk for him to throw to. So what is what do you think we can expect from Tom Brady? Well, Tom Brady's going to do what he does. Just about every week. Last week they had him throw the ball 52 times. I think he was 39 of 52. They put up 31 points. So they grinded through and tried to make it happen. That offense has not been very good so far this season. Scored 19 against Dallas, but only had one passing touchdown. Against the Saints in that one, they had one passing touchdown, a field goal, a pick six, and another field goal. And then that that was um, against the Packers. They lose 14 to 12, and they lose to the Chiefs. So they're coming off a two-game losing streak and uh, giving up 41 points. So... Offensively, they're struggling. Uh, Julio Jones banged up. Oh my God, I forgot. I forgot Julio's right? on the <laughs> fucking uh, Buccaneers. Chris, Chris Godwin oh is still there, banged up as well. Mike Evans is the only guy. Cameron Brait just got a concussion. I did not know tight that. Tight end, wow. so he could be out. So the more you think about it and dive into it, I wouldn't expect this number to drop later in the week to closer to six or seven. Maybe you should jump on it now if you want to get the Falcons plus eight. All right. Well, um, what do you think happens? I mean, I know what we hope happens. Yeah, I I hope we win. What I think will happen, I think we lose a a close one down there. Tough place to play. Crowd will be into it. They've lost two in a row. I don't think he can go back in Tom Brady's career and find a time where he's lost three games in a row. Yeah, at home, right. Anywhere. Oh, really? I'm telling you. We'll know after this weekend because it'll be out there. If the Falcons take care of business on Sunday at 1 o'clock, that'll be three games in a row Tom Brady loses. And uh, like you said, three at home. Uh, That is... That is very un- Tom Brady like and Well, it is the end of his career, and um, y- you know, I, like I've, we've talked about er- er- earlier in the season, the podcast is I think one of the defining characteristics of this Falcons team is resiliency, and uh, like you were talking about earlier, that Arthur Smith and Grady Jarrett chest bump and actually there's a, there's an energy in a youthless team, and there's certainly a zeal that I think you see this team has just for playing the game. That hopefully that shows itself on the field and take the momentum, right? Let's hope so, man. All right, well. <laughs> Let's hope for a Falcons win, see what happens, and we will see you next week on FinCast.
Thank you for tuning in to FinCast, brought to you by Scana Energy, the official natural gas partner of the Atlanta Falcons. FinCast is hosted by Brian Finneran, co-hosted and executive produced by Tyler Nelson. If you'd like to reach out to the show, email Tyler at Tyler at 68 FinCast is hosted by 68 the Fan on thepodcastpark.com and is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Opening and closing music by Atlanta band Gringo Star and their song, I Will Not Follow. Thanks for tuning in to FinCast. We'll see you next week. Son of a bitch. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com john. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.